Welcome to the Pigsty's Rabid Reaction Podcast for Arkansas's stunning loss, I guess, to UNC Greensboro 78-72 on Friday night in Bud Walton Arena. As always, we'll react to the game, do some analysis, get it all done in under 10 minutes, and get you back on your merry way. So, if you tuned into this game tonight expecting a tune-up before Arkansas heads to the Bahamas uh, for the Bad Boy Mowers Battle 4, it's the number 4, Atlantis, uh, you didn't get your way, right? If you thought this was going to be an easy breezy, head to the dealership, get your oil change, pop in, you know, take advantage of their free coffee machine and their free snacks and peruse an episode of Popular Mechanics. If you thought that was how this is going to be, what you got instead was a surprise root canal at the dentist's office. Like, this is... It was not a fun game. Uh, And again, the the score was 78-72. The game obviously was not that close. Now, am I panicked? Not yet. Is it time to worry? I I don't think so. I do think worry is on the horizon. Right, I think there are some reasons to potentially be worried, or could be reasons to be worried very, very soon. If we go down to the Bahamas and and lay an egg, maybe now you have a reason to worry about this team. This team that was supposed to come in being Musselman's best shooting team and and Musselman's deepest basketball team. Things I'm definitely not worried about yet. I'm not worried about the three point shooting tonight. You you have you're gonna have nights where the team doesn't shoot the ball well. There are gonna be nights where the ball just doesn't go in, right? And and I thought a lot of not all of them, but a lot of the looks were good looks. Uh, I appreciate the increased volume of three point shots that we saw today. I think some of that was a just the nature of the game and trying to come back, and then some of the you know attempts we saw late, but it's gonna happen. There are gonna be nights where you don't shoot it well, and that's. You're going to lose those games most of the time. Uh, The turnovers, again, that was uncharacteristic from what we've seen from this team so far. However, there are some things that I'm starting to, I think we have to start to be leery about uh, because they aren't one-offs. They they didn't just happen tonight. We've seen these, we've seen these across multiple games. So the first one is just slow starts. I mean, this team is coming out, and I know Musselman is is you know probably still tweaking and figuring out exactly what lineup works to run the game. He ran a different starting lineup tonight. Jeremiah Davenport started, but the team started off cold, and and it never really got good in the first half. I mean, we were down fourteen at halftime, right? So that is as the the caliber of competition increases, those slower starts are going to become more detrimental. I also want to make clear, the UNC Greensboro, again, I I know the name on the front of their jersey might make you think that this was a bad team. This is going to be one of those uh, Oral Roberts type of games, right? This is going to be one of those games where we're looking at this team in March and and they're upsetting someone in the NCAA tournament and we're giving, you know, kudos to Moss for his scheduling. We've seen that play out. So this, I'm not trying to knock UNC Greensboro for the name on the front of the jersey, but there is an increase in increase in in difficulty obviously coming up when you have when you have the likes of of Stanford for sure 
and Memphis or Michigan on Thursday in back-to-back days, and then coming home from that tournament and hosting Duke, there the games are going to get tougher, and those slow starts are going to continue to doom the Hogs if if they continue. Uh, the the next thing that I'm I'm I would say that I'm I'm a little concerned about uh, is Caliph Battle is a defensive liability. The number of silly fouls that he gets that that sort of interrupt the flow of the game and interrupt what what Muss is trying to do with what we know to be his his calling card these longer rotations or, or sorry shorter rotations longer minutes played for a unit especially when it's playing well your your best shooter your best scorer cannot pick up silly fouls i mean there was there was one earlier tonight uh in transition where you know it was it was just a overly aggressive defensively and it was very clearly a foul he, he threw his hands up at the refs but it was very clearly a foul and it was not a smart decision those kind of things can't continue if you are expecting to be successful, right? If you, if you want to have the kind of run that this team wants to have in March, those can't continue. That worries me. If you're if one of your best scorers can't stay on the floor, that's going to be a problem. Uh, again, as as the difficulty level increases. The other thing is, you know, and I saw. I saw someone tweet, you know, near the end of the game. What is it? What is it about opposing teams that just makes them shoot so well when they come into Bud Walton Arena? It's our defense. Like at some point, you can't keep keep, keep blaming fluke games, right? You can't you can't you can't keep claiming fluke games as to why suddenly teams are are just shooting lights out. Sure, you had that excuse against Old Dominion. You can't use that excuse again twice in a row. This team shot 38% from three-point range. Consistently, the Hogs are giving up high levels of three-point shooting to opposing teams. You're not going to win that way. And again, I you know it, it's it it's a credit to to Eric Musselman and what he does and and I mean, I think some of these are intentional decisions that are made about how he wants to play defense. He would rather pack it in and force teams to beat him from three. The problem is, is UNC Greensboro did exactly that today. I mean, that was that was why the run and why they got a 14-point lead in the first half, in addition to the turnovers, which again are uncharacteristic, they shot lights out from three. I mean, if we're just looking at the first half, Right, so I want to pull up visitor stats here and just look at the first half box score. I mean, in the first half, this team was six for fifteen from three, shot forty percent in in just the first half. Followed it up in the second half, came down back down to earth a bit, three for nine, thirty three percent. But again, if you're giving up, if you're letting teams shoot forty percent from three on you on decent volume on, on 15 shots, you're going to lose those games. Like it, it, it's not, you are, you are tempting fate. And the thing that, that I, I is both simultaneously you love and it, and is infuriating about a muscleman team or muscleman's, you know, approach to, to the game or what he wants to do. This feels like a team 
that would have absolutely crushed it in 2013, right? This feels like a team that would have, or his, you know, we, we would have been a, 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 a dynamo in, in 2008. But it does feel like there is a bit of sort of modernity that the game doesn't, that, that he is, his teams don't play to. And, and people can shoot the ball from three. That is that it, it is tr- from from the moment Steph Curry started pulling up just past half court in the NBA, every kid that picked up a basketball started trying to knock down three pointers. When when it was Jordan, when we were when you know people my age were kids, it was you know we all we all wanted to try to dunk with our tongue hanging out of our mouth, right? For this younger generation, it's it's Curry and the three point shot. We've got to figure out a way to defend that better. It's not that teams are just coming in and always having fluke good shooting games against Arkansas from three. It's our defensive scheme that is allowing open looks from three-point range. And kids today are too good at that shot, right? So we we have some work to do. Again, I think it's a little too early to panic. I don't think anyone should be freaking out. We've seen what Muss's teams do in March. But there are definitely some things that are worrisome with the schedule getting more difficult. Okay, with that, we'll call it a night. Uh, thanks for listening, as always. Share it. Do the whole nine. Uh, appreciate you for listening. Uh, and we'll see you. We'll have another one of these after tomorrow's game against Florida International in football.